What's up everybody? I hope that you're well and today I want to talk to you about best-selling books or best-sellers. We're always talking about best-sellers, Amazon best-sellers, New York Times best-sellers, 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 best-sellers. And if you've been following me, you know that I don't so much care about best-selling books. I don't care about the best-seller status and it's just not my primary concern. And I do understand that some people, they want to have this status. But what we have to realize is that there is a distinction between selling and writing or reading. And so when you are focused on the bestseller status, you are not concerned with the reading and the writing. You are concerned with the business aspect of writing. And writing is a business and it's a lucrative one. But make no mistake, you cannot solely treat writing as a business because then you are not doing the best work that you can possibly do. And I'm in a good position to talk about that because as I was talking about Yesterday, I come from a writing background. I studied English literature. I studied professional writing. And I have a lot of marketing experience. And so I understand marketing and I understand sales. And I understand that they're not the same thing as writing, although you can you can combine these things. And if you can combine these things successfully, then you will be wealthy. However, you cannot treat writing solely as a business because otherwise it will show and you will not endure. And I think it is more important to endure than to sell as many books as possible. It's an unfortunate reality that the bestseller status has been bastardized. A New York Times bestseller, a traditional bestseller, has to be sold across distribution channels and has to be sold in physical uh, format and in bookstores, in ebook, etc., etc. Now, self-published books, especially on Amazon, they don't have access to these distribution, so they cannot be part of the of the traditional bestseller bestselling list like the New York Times. But it can be a bestseller on Amazon and everybody is so high on being an Amazon bestseller. But the reality is it doesn't freaking matter and doesn't mean anything. I can take a picture of my foot right now, put it on Amazon and do a few hacks to get the bestseller status. And it does not mean anything. And, you know, it is good if your book is a legitimate bestseller. A lot of people have bought it. There, there's nothing wrong with that. But to only focus on this and to only draw authority from the fact that you are a bestseller is absurd because we don't need bestsellers. We need best readers or whatever we want to call that. We need well-written books that convey their message, their message effectively that people read finish and feel changed by and recommend to other people. I will tell you the best distribution channel is not Amazon. It's not Barnes and Nobles. Uh, it's not any like indie bookstore. It is people. It's word of mouth. 
if I recommend a book to people, they will take it seriously. If I get a book recommendation from someone I trust, I will take it seriously. And this is where you can have a great impact. And it is better to sell less books to people that will actually enjoy and feel changed by the book than it is to sell a gazillion books to people who either don't read it or don't finish it or, you know, don't really feel that changed by. So we need to we need to change the way that we think about best-selling books. We need to focus on the books themselves and not the number of copies that we sell, not our ranking in the list. We need to focus on the qualitative impact that we can have with the book. That's what I had for you guys today. That was my rent. I hope that this was enlightening in one way or another. Um, but uh, this is what I have for you. So I'll talk to you in the next episode.